This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, we all know that as a matter of law, he lost the election, right? The, the deeper question, and the one that I think he's dodging, is do you believe it was a full and fair election? Mm. That's really the question. And with respect to the interviewer, I think she let him off the hook. I mean, in the end, did he lose? Of course he lost. And I believe he lost because he lost in a full and fair election. There's a lot of Republicans. I think the majority of Republicans in the country do not believe it was a free and fair election. Yeah, well, I think that shows you the impact that Donald Trump has had um, on a lot of people. And that impact started on election night, Anderson. Because when he came out there that night at 2.30 in the morning and said, you know, um, we won the election. It's being stolen. Uh, people assume that the president of the United States knows things they don't know. Mm. And, and if you're also inclined to be supportive, you want to give him the benefit of the doubt. And then that stuff has just, you know, seeped in. He has said any number of times to me, both personally and I've heard him say to others, you say something enough times, it becomes true. And that is clearly his philosophy on everything he's doing right now um, to the American people. Shakedown Street, Grateful Dead. Turns out uh, this is a date, August 9th, when the great Jerry Garcia passed away. A lot of folks still don't believe it. Up by my mom in Bethel there by Monticello. They're still walking around waiting for Jerry and the Rolling Stones to show up. Much longer hair, but the same tie-dye T-shirt they wore in 1969. They're still walking around looking for Jerry Garcia. But he ain't coming, Lewis, because he died what year? Jerry Garcia? Jer- he died in 95. So, wow, he's already gone 20, 28 years? Oh, my God. 15 and 23. Yeah, yes. 28 years. Jeez. Jerry Garcia. So you heard that audio that was, uh, as Donald Trump referred to him last night, don't call him a fat pig. That's what Trump said in New Hampshire. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie with Anderson Cooper on CNN. He also went on to say there that Donald Trump is basically out on bail in three different states. Now, Washington, D.C., of course, is not a state. Maybe three different jurisdictions, New York, D.C., and Florida. So I brought this up yesterday, and while I brought it up, the great defense attorney, my dear friend Arthur Idala, was texting me about bail, recognizance, the Supreme Court. Bill O'Reilly said that Mike Pence may pose an issue. I want to get to all of these topics But there is something more pressing. 
So with that said, here he is, my dear friend, famed defense attorney, Arthur Idala. Good morning, Artie. Well, I look, I don't know what you have that's more pressing, but since you just talked about music, real quick, because I'm terrified, um, you know I go to these concerts, right? But usually everyone there is our age or, or, or older. Last night, after a wild day in court in two different jurisdictions, state court, federal court, running around, meetings all day, I'm coming home in the cab around 11 o'clock at night, and um, I get a text from a fellow lawyer saying, what are you doing tomorrow night? And my family's actually not around, so I'm thinking he wants to go out. I go, uh, I go actually, I'm free, which is not a typical situation. He goes, okay, what email address is associated with your Ticketmaster account? Like, I'm author at adalalaw.com. Next thing I know, on my phone, four tickets pop up for tomorrow night at the Barclays Center to go see 50 Cent. Because oh, we, represent, we represent 50 Cent on, like, two or three yeah. matters. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm going to go tomorrow night. I'm uh, going to go tomorrow night Jesus. to see a 50 Cent concert. That's horrible. How can you do I'm that? Gonna be, I'm going to be the oldest guy there. <laughs> maybe maybe the only Caucasian. No, 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 no. no. See, that's, see, that's where everybody, the misconception White people, white people them, right? are the biggest consumers of that music and uh, dress the same way. And you, you wouldn't even be close to being the only Caucasian. And I like Fiddy. You know, he, uh, he did a nice TV show with my buddy Chris Mormando. And, but I could never sit through a concert. I mean, I don't care. You couldn't even pay me an appearance fee. What are you nuts? Well, let's, let's see what's going on. He is, he is Uber. The guy is a, a media genius, though. He's got he's everywhere. He's got a book. Oh, yeah, he's got a. We use that word. Got, that word no, no. genius. We just throw it around. No, no, no. Oh, please. Did financially, look, yeah. I've seen the guy's financials. Yeah. For a guy, he's. He's got, besides books, he's got liquor companies. He's got restaurants. Oh, I know. No, I he know. owns a sports yeah. team. I mean, he ain't no joke when it comes to No, he's a big deal. Man. He's a big deal. My friend Bobby Hartman checks in. He goes, it's sad. Jerry Garcia spent his whole life composing music. Now look at him. He's decomposing. Oops. Bobby Hartman. <laughs> so, Artie, so I know you heard uh, Curtis Sliwa on the very top of this hour. Before we get to the Trump stuff, Chris Christie, Mike Pence, and uh, he's about to organize a big rally, Shore Road, your neighborhood, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. In fact, I would say right now, you are, for me at least, are the face of what I used to love about Bay Ridge. You're that guy. Not Justin Brannon. No, thank you. You are. And Curtis contends that there is eventually going to be tents set up Shore Road, Bay Ridge, despite Justin Brannon's fight back. He says, don't listen. It's going to happen. Eric Adams says, every place is in place. This is what he's hearing. He's trying to organize a rally to make sure Shore Road is not the next tent city. And he wants to know, Artie, will you be there besides him defending him and your fine people of Bay Ridge, Brooklyn? Well, I, for scheduling, family scheduling reasons, I may not be able to be there. But I will tell you this. I was with a very high official yesterday from City Hall who spoke in genuinely to me, and he said, the issue is not just finding places for these people, but when we do find places for these people, we can't find anyone to run the thing. So here's a building in Manhattan. The landlord's like, here, here's the keys. We don't have anyone to organize it, organize the whole thing. Who goes in what room? You need security. You need some form of, of, of maintenance and health care, not health care, but like sanitation in the place. Who's going to take out the garbage and pick it up? He's like, we are at which end? And this is a person I have an enormous amount of respect for intellectually and, and otherwise. 
And he basically said that the migrant crisis for the Adams administration has almost broken the administration because it is a part of every conversation of everything they're doing. Oh, well. They've gotten – he goes, look, think about Yankee Stadium. He goes, and how many people are in Yankee Stadium? About 50,000. We got two Yankee stadiums. There's yeah. 100,000 people. Sure. We just don't know what the heck to do well, with well, 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 I understand. But, you know, when you call yourself a sanctuary city and when you reach out and tell everybody what the great humanitarian you are and come here, come here, come here, and when they come here and now the numbers are too big and you want to bitch and complain and still – Still not call out Joe Biden by name. Still not call out Mayorkas and the border. What in God's name do you expect? I'm sorry. My sympathies for Adams and City Hall, zero. The folks on the street, some of these folks being thrown out of centers in Staten Island, in Queens, those are the folks I feel badly for, not Eric Adams. Okay, but I'm not telling you to feel badly for Eric Adams. I will tell you this, and I don't think I'm betraying any confidences, but he, yes, maybe he's not standing on the, uh, the top of City Hall calling well, maybe, out Biden. Well, maybe or he's not. Okay. He's not. Say but, he's not. Okay, he's not. But the reason is what they've learned the hard way is that has gotten them nothing. They are on their hands and knees behind closed doors begging. And basically the word they got back was hang on for a year. If Biden gets reelected, we'll cut you a check for a lot of money. But we're not doing it until after the presidential election. And basically, Hoko is not giving them any, any big relief either. So they go into Albany asking for help. They're going to D.C. and begging for help. Right. And they got bumped. The right. Doors and, and, and yet, and, right, face. right. And Eric Adams still says Kathy Hochul is a partner and does a very good job for our city. He still refers to himself as the Biden of Brooklyn, tells everybody that he loves Joe Biden. So I'm not sure what you're talking about. You know, you're telling me that he's begging these people for help. And these people who just spit right in his face and say, F you, Mr. Mayor, he continues to say nice things about. So if he's so pissed, he needs needs their help on. No, because all he cares about, all he cares about is furthering his political career. And those are powerful Democrats. And that is becoming increasingly clear every day. I like the guy, too, Artie. I probably had more dinners and lunches than you have with Eric Adams. But let's stop the bullshit. Oh, Susan, dump that. Let's stop the, 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 the bullshit, okay? okay? I, I don't Let's you, stop. I don't think you can say, say that. Listen, all I can tell you is what I was told. I'm not making – this is not my words, is that the reason why they can't just cut ties and go on City Hall and say Biden sucks why not? is there are other issues because they need his help on other issues besides the uh, I've heard this, too. I've heard this, too, right? But, and, and they can't really blow up Albany because it's not just bail reform. He needs money for education. He needs money. I've, I've heard the same excuses. If Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani was in charge right now, he'd be blowing up everybody, and he'd get what he wants. Trust me. Trust me. It, but it was a, it was a different oh, era. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah. Look, at, look at your situation, Sid, because I know sometimes – in, 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 in your world, you get your hands slapped about one thing. Uh, we don't want you to do that. You don't tell the whole network, go F yourself. Sorry, you just say, okay, no. I, I disagree with your decision. Nope. I'm going to play ball with you on everything else. No, nope. the whole network, go F yourself. I don't care. Well, uh, <laughs> you just told me five minutes ago, John Katsimatidis is your best friend. He is my best friend. He's a great guy. But let me tell you something. I love him to death. I swear to God and my children, I hope I never work for anybody else. But next year, when I want more money, I'm going to go to them and expect more money. I don't care. That's how it works.
Well, let me know if I'm let, let me know if I'm writing the contract. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's, let's switch over to Trump because I want to talk about what, what you're yeah yeah. Tell, tell me so when Chris Christie said the the bail he's out on bail. You sent me some so, really good text. Tell me about that. Well, first of all, Chris Christie was a United States attorney right in New Jersey. I cases against him. He should know better. He really of, of everybody you know. He should know better. Trump is not out on bail. He doesn't. He doesn't even have what's called a personal recognizance bond. So, like I'm representing right now, a guy who was the former chief of police up in Massachusetts. We go to court. He, he did something foolish regarding stocks. Uh, we go to court. The judge made him sign a piece of paper, and his wife signed a piece of paper, and his sister signed a piece of paper, saying, "If this guy doesn't come back to court, the three of them together own a owe a quarter of a million dollars." to the government so that's a guy who's technically out on bail trump didn't do that nobody had to sign a piece of paper saying oh donald trump doesn't come back he's got a he's on what's really called uh uh, pre-trial pre-trial services he's supposed to report into every once in a while he's not doing that either so chris christie should know donald trump is not out on bail not nearly the way uh any of us talk about it so that's all nonsense and the great Bill O'Reilly yesterday, who I believe said I should take a nap, when I said <laughs> he you did, know, he did say that. <laughs> I know he said right. He said because uh, you said Idala said if the jurors believe Pence, they can convict. Of course, that's the truth. Think about it, everyone who's listening. Think about it. If you're if some guy is pulling out of your driveway, stealing your car, and you see their face, and then the car is recovered two days later, but they catch some guy. And you identify him, you go, yeah, that's the guy who stole my car. That's the only evidence. There's no video. There's no DNA. There's no fingerprints. The prosecutor puts you on the stand. You look at the 12 jurors and say, look, I got to look at the guy for 10 seconds as he pulled away from my driveway. That's the guy who stole my car. What's the verdict? Guilty. I mean, that's every case they tried in the Brooklyn DA's office back in 30 years ago. There was no DNA, video, audio, all this nonsense. It was just one human being's. It was called a one-witness ID. I did one-witness ID robberies, one-witness ID rapes. So a one-witness in any case, state court, federal court, could absolutely secure a conviction, period, end of story. The other thing that the great Bill O'Reilly said about change of venue is they're going to appeal it to the Supreme Court of the United States. Uncle Bill O'Reilly, I know you're going to make my friend sit a million dollars with this show you're doing in in Long Island. And I'm happy to sit in no, these families. Yeah. Going to make all this money. Go with that. <laughs> right, exactly. The, the bottom line is, you can't under the under the laws, under the federal laws, you cannot appeal a change of venue motion. What you could do is say, and this is what you have to do: uh, Trump would have to hire a company that does a survey that shows how. Um, prejudice that community is that it is absolutely impossible to get a a fair jury. He then presents that to the trial judge. If the trial judge says no, he, it's called a writ of mandamus. It is not called an appeal. The difference is an appeal the court has to take. A writ of mandamus, the court can take it or not take it. They can say, look, this judge made this decision. We're going to honor her discretion. And that's what they uh, – not at the Supreme Court level. That's just at the Court of Appeals level. The Supreme Court never touches these cases. Now it's Donald Trump. Maybe, maybe they would touch this case, but I highly doubt it. They're going to say, let it go to trial, and 
we'll, we'll deal with the appeals after the fact. But you cannot appeal a change of venue. You cannot appeal uh, whether the judge should recuse themselves or not. I know you have great guests on your show. You've got the number one show in the world. But a lot of them are kind of entertainers. You bring me on because this is what I do every day. I have three retired judges who work for me. No doubt. So after your show, I went into the office. I go, I need research on three things. Is Trump out on bail? Can you appeal a judge not recusing themselves? And can you appeal a change of venue? I got guys who are much smarter than me pulling me up case law and this and that. I'm like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. And yes, you can convict Donald Trump on one witness's testimony. Whether it will happen or not is a different story. Yes. But you can do it. By law, you can do it. And by law, you can't appeal a change of venue. You can do something crazy, which is a writ of mandamus, which is literally like climbing Mount Everest (laughs) in the federal court. Oh, well, listen, that was a great job out of you. uh, That is why I bring you on, because you're a tremendous, you're not good, you're not great, you're a tremendous attorney, and you do care, and uh, you do the research. When I bring you back, though, next week, uh, your ears must have been ringing this weekend, because Danielle and I walked downstairs at one point, I have to run now, but walked downstairs at one point, and Ava, my beautiful daughter, is sitting watching TV in my family room, and she's watching a documentary about Ghislaine Maxwell. We'll get to that next time you come on. Uh, As always, Arthur Idala, not a good job, a great job. I love you. Thank you so much. All right, brother. Have a great one. You too. Enjoy uh, 50 Cent. Audie Idala right there.